You are listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, and is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida. A lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Come back weekly for new episodes. Never to exceed 30 minutes, this podcast is an easy addition to your playlist of favorites. Let's get started with this week's guest. Hi guys, welcome to Hello Francis. This is your co-host Kayla and I'm here with JC. Hey. We're here to talk to you guys a little bit about the myths about graphic design, but to start off, we just want to introduce ourselves. So I'm Kayla. I'm the design and content coordinator here at Francis Roy. I've been here for almost four years now. It's crazy to think that. I started off as an intern and turned into an art assistant and then a design and content coordinator, similarly to JC, and JC can tell you a little bit about herself. Yep, so my name is JC Chandler, and I was an intern from January to May, and then in May, I started as a junior copywriter at Francis Roy. So I've been there only about a month, but it's been awesome. It's been great having you here. So we're going to talk a little bit about the myths about graphic design. There's so many that we could talk about. We could talk for hours on end. I think Janae could agree with us as well, but we're going to just dive into a couple and chit chat about it. So the first one we have is graphic design has to be trendy. This one was an interesting one. I feel like there's so many trends as far as graphic design and clothing and even TikToks, and they just don't define a graphic design. Like they can definitely inspire you to use new methods or even just see a trend and get an idea from that and create your own. But it doesn't have to always be from a trend because they'll just get outdated and it's just better to be more unique. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, definitely seeing some of the trends, it inspires you to go with them. But if you do a trend like a month from now, it's going to look outdated. You're going to be like, why did we do this in the first place? (laughs) And it doesn't define graphic design either, like you said. Yeah, I mean, when everyone's doing the trend, it's like, oh, I feel like people just click out of it because they're like, oh, it's the trend. Mm -hmm. I've seen this just scroll past it. (laughs) Yeah, it's good to have something unique. Not everything has to be unique. Maybe doing the trend and then doing your own personal take on it would be much better for the company or the client. Another one is you need fancy tools for graphic design. JC, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. So I think most people assume that you're going to need Adobe Suite or some even use a tablet with a stylus for freehand design elements, which I'm sure I think Janae might do something like that for her stuff. But it's not something that you necessarily have to have because some people that's going to be hard for them learning how to use something or even the ability to pay for something like that. There's some free tools out there. Like we've talked about Canva a lot on the podcast already, and that's a pretty great one to use that's free. It'll just be a little bit different designing wise. Sometimes with Adobe, you'll get a little bit better designs and you'll have a lot more freedom with those, I think, but you're still going to get a good design out of Canva as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Adobe is great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've been using it since eighth grade and middle school, but it just takes so long. And even I don't even know all the features that it can do. It can do some pretty great ones that Canva can't do, but you don't really necessarily need to do it. A lot of the times I find myself looking up tutorials with Canva. I don't have to do that. I know we talked about Canva, like you said, that kind of opened the door for many creatives and non-creatives to be a graphic designer. You don't need this fancy Adobe that's literally so expensive. It's beyond. You can use Canva and even Canva premium if you want to get 
into that is only like $10 a month. It's really cheap. But like I said, you don't even need the premium. And I think a lot of it stemmed from the pandemic. Once the pandemic started, everyone wanted to create their own business and they needed all these aspects of a graphic designer. But using Canva, like there's so many templates, you can just create anything in Canva. But I mean, Adobe is still great. I will admit the whole creative cloud suite having that there's so many different, you know, there's Premiere, which creating videos, there's Photoshop editing images, and there's Illustrator creating brochures. And then also there's, it's kind of funny. So like creative cloud is so intricate and they, I think they've kind of realized that it's really hard to learn if you're starting out. So they recently to try and compete with Canva made Adobe creative cloud express, which we've talked about on the podcast as well. And I haven't really dived into it, but it's almost exactly like Canva. And I think it's a great way for Adobe to kind of get in with the new people that are trying to be a graphic designer that don't necessarily have the time to learn Adobe creative cloud. It's super easy and user-friendly and you can use it on the web. You don't have to download the software and it doesn't take up a bunch of storage on your computer, which I know is a big deal. Like I don't even download all the creative cloud apps because it's just such a large file. That's just something small. (laughs) Another one is you have to be born creative to be a graphic designer. I feel like some people definitely are born with artistic abilities, but you can also learn how to do graphic design. Mm -hmm. It's something that might take you a little bit of time if you're not very artistic, but I think you can still figure it out. Oh yeah, there's no doubt that graphic designers are born creative and artistic, but it doesn't mean that you can't learn it. Like I said, there's so many YouTube tutorials to learn and templates, like just using templates can help you and can guide you in the right direction. I know it's really hard to learn from scratch and start from scratch on a blank document and create something, but finding an idea on the web or on a template and then just changing it up will help as well. Canva has a thousands of templates that you can use. And I think the key to working in a template for Canva is adapting the template to your brand. And so many people use Canva, so, and they're using the same templates. So you need to change the color, change the layout a little, change the font. And that goes into the next myth that we were talking about, that graphic design is about creating 100% original designs every time. I feel like 100% original designs, they set you apart from other brands, But not every design needs to be 100% creative. We have so many clients that have branded templates that are the own unique design that we use across their social media platforms. You see Jay Leon, we have the same layout that we have and we replace the photos, maybe rearrange the layout a little. We see Avant-Garde with their branded colors and their branded templates and we switch out those photos and we switch out the layouts a little. I think it's great having original designs, but you don't necessarily need to do it every single time. What do you think? Oh, for sure. And I think some of it, even when we do the podcast graphics for when Mm -hmm. we're posting on social media and stuff like that, it gives it a little bit of consistency. So, you know, like, oh, that's their next podcast that they just put out or something like that. That consistency will help people to understand this is a series if you're doing a series or something. That even goes into colors. Like when you change your colors all the time, like as a graphic designer, you need to stick to a branding guidelines, stick to a certain font, stick to a certain color, whether it's like one color or five colors, but staring away from that color, people are going to be like, what is that design? If like McDonald's came out and they randomly made a design and it was blue, they're going to be like, that's not McDonald's. Like, you know, McDonald's as red and yellow and they just stick to that and it keeps the consistency. I mean, people are obviously are still going to McDonald's and still loving them. And even with like Chick-fil-A and other things like that, 
But yeah, I think, you know, 100% original designs are just not necessary every single time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it would be. Another myth that we can talk about is graphic design is easy and fast. Not only are you putting in the work, researching, picking out the colors, stuff like that, which takes up a lot of time, you're also actually sitting there and making the design. And you mm-hmm. also have to work through new technology coming out, new techniques that you have to figure out. And even like we mentioned before, sometimes there's new trends that you'll have to work with as well. So I really don't think it's exactly easy and fast. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, you can definitely get in the groove with certain things, but especially creating something 100% original, it takes a really long time and people are like, oh, yeah, that should be easy. Like create a logo real quick. Like, you know, you see McDonald's and it's like, that looks so easy, but it took so much time into visualizing a design and coming up with like the arches or like even the Chick-fil-A having the Chick-fil-A C on it. It takes so long to create logos or create designs. And obviously once you have that template, it's easier to switch in and out, but it's definitely not easy or fast. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. Speaking of logos, a myth is that graphic design is only about creating logos, which obviously that's not true. You guys make graphics for social media, websites, flyers, I mean, for print as well. So there's so many different things you're actually creating those designs for. Literally, there's flyers, there's billboards, there's ads in a newspaper, there's social media content, there's creating things for a website, there's so many different aspects, it's not just a logo. Honestly, I feel like the least amount of time that I'm working on graphic design is a logo, like I'm not really working on that as much because... I mean, once you have a logo, you have a logo, you don't really change it. You know, going into, it's always just a logo, no. But it's also like, it's not about making things pretty. It's about telling a story, communicating a message. It's not about just, oh, does this color look pretty? Oh, does this font look great? You have to think about the client's message, the client's branding guidelines and work from there. I think even just making something over the top, it's kind of distracting and it distracts from the message. It needs to be just on brand and it could be simple and clean and that that's what gets the message across. I think a lot of people think, oh, it just has to be pretty, but sometimes what you're designing isn't made to be pretty. If it's talking about something that is very serious, you don't want to put like pretty flowers or something like that around it. You want it to be very sleek and clean and have that message there. So that way your audience understands what you're putting out. Yeah, like if a rock out, if we did flowers and daisies for their graphics, obviously that does not communicate their message. They're a rock climbing gym. They have a lot of grunge text and they have their blue colors tied into it. They have the rock climbing aspect. Like you can't just think about your own personal taste. You have to think about the client's branding guidelines and what they are true form, what the company actually is. All right. Our last myth is graphic design only deals with images. Obviously, video has become very powerful mm-hmm. in advertising, especially, you know, with TikTok coming out and the other companies like Instagram and Facebook, they're now trying to incorporate that more into their platform as well. So you're not just limited to regular image or graphics anymore. You're also going to be working, like you said, using Adobe Premiere to actually make videos too. Yeah. And Canva, Canva is just the best. I mean, they're coming out with videos and rolling out with that, but people's attention span, especially our age, it's just so short and they want to see something that moves. You don't want it to be obviously too long that people just get disinterested, but having some type of movement and having videos help with grabbing the reader's attention. And obviously, and if you have a video, like 
you need that graphic design aspect to create something to make a video. It's not just about images and photoshopping something and adding text onto an image. Like you actually maybe have to make it move or make it slide to a different set of words or set of images and et cetera. Mm -hmm. And stickers are a big thing too. Like on Instagram, almost every story you got to add like a GIF, a sticker or something. Mm -hmm. And you can even add those ahead of time for like your social stuff too. So that way there's some form of motion, like you said, on there. Yeah, I know Janae has been really getting into the gifts for Francis Roy. If you search Francis Roy on Instagram, and they're really cool, but they're very hard to do. So props to her. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Definitely not easy or fast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, it's been fun chatting with you, JC. It's been fun talking on the podcast. If you guys have any more additional myths about graphic design, we would love to hear it. If you want to email us, hello at francisroy.com. And hopefully we'll chat with you guys soon. Bye. Bye.